0: Up that diesel. Um, um, um,
1: Let's go, diesel. Um. It's not even that I dislike Happy. Like, you know, like, I think even when we drafted him, like back to our original part when we drafted him, I was like, look he can become a special teams ace and that's basically like what he is it's just like damn we lost and i'm not i mean i'm not losing on sleeper losing jimmy or Reeves, but it's just like i just feel like those two got a little bit more impact on the team than troy happy but i mean obviously he has he has his role that he i mean he he does so i guess i can't knock it too much but it's it is it's an eye-opener when you cut a cornerback like jimmy morland not saying he's your starter but i mean that's depth right there you know
0: you know what, man? This is all due respect to Jimmy. Jimmy's a really nice player. Jimmy, when we drafted him, we sucked. <laughs> we didn't be around you. like we, the, the fan base, always been very positive about more. Because when we got him, we were ass, man. Oh, we were definitely ass, hundred percent. Their team to make. But that's just all, like to me, that's all I take from this. It's a harder team to make. I can't wait till you comment on these seven receivers making the team, though. Paul's Paul's dream out here.
1: <laughs> we kept seven <laughs> <laughs> receivers, dog. Hey, shout out my man, Dax. I like Dax, man. I like, hey, I'm a fan of Dax building, dog. I ain't saying he's going to come out here and have super impact this year, but I like Dax. I think Dax is somebody you can develop, man especially in the slot position. And he could play outside. I, I, I'm, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. So sure you rough
0: that spot. Yeah. And it's funny
1: because Riverboat kind of told us at his last press conference with the, um, I think Standing asked him about when do you, when you feel it's a good time, to like part ways or draft picks and all this stuff. He kind of told us basically eh, after a year or so, da, 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 da. And damn, dog,
0: they cut AGG, man. Cut that boy. <laughs> yeah, they cut him. They really cut this guy. They really cut this man. Yeah. But, but you know, <laughs> we had talked about him being potentially cut after the draft. Mm-hmm. Yep. Cause yeah, dog. If you don't do, here's the thing, man. If you don't do anything, right, it's one thing for them to be like, "Yo, we think you got size. We think you got speed." mm Hmm. But if they draft you, and you're not on the field year one, because he was bad bang- wasn't he banged up most of camp last year? Yep. Day? Yep. Barely played during the season. Banged up again. Now your spot is in danger, bro. hmm Period. Especially when the receiver corps was as bad as it was, because that means it's going to be a real overhaul. They're going to bring multiple people in. All of these niggas are gone. And really what happened is, we shouldn't even say Dax Mill took his spot. Really, Cam Sims took his spot.
1: Right. job same, there's a big body, wide out, yeah.
0: And that opportunity, like, Cam Sims got an opportunity that, frankly, AGG probably would have gotten had the team been, like, had he been healthy. Give yeah, yeah. The yep.
1: yep. I agree. Not totally agree with you on that. As I'm looking at the seven receivers we kept, I think the only surprise to me right now, and how much of a surprise really is it that they kept Dax Milne and DeAndre Carter? I think they need a return, man. Um, That's where Carter comes in. Could he play some receiver? I guess, but it's not likely. Dax Milne, you know, I didn't think that he'd make the team if we kept Carter. I thought it'd be one or the other, but I think he played so well down the stretch. He might have actually just earned his way onto the roster despite the fact that he might not be the primary part returner or kick returner come Sundays. That sideline he catch. I mean, obviously, we're not going to read too much into the last preseason game, but that, that sideline catch he had, he had the whole bench hike. Like, Dak's been making plays throughout the preseason, man. Like you said, hes he seems to be somebody who can develop, obviously, at the slot position and potentially be a return man. I mean, like you mentioned, DeAndre Carter is obviously – he's just a returner. So, I think that's really the surprise for me of the, of the entire group is DeAndre Carter making I, I just – I mean, Cliff, you kind of convinced me. I did not see us keeping seven receivers. I thought it would be six, but, I mean, obviously, they feel like they got a role for each of these individuals. So,
0: you know, mean, if Car-
1: Carter can step up and be that return, man, so be it. I'm all
0: for it. Here's the thing, Carter had a problem muffing punts. He, he did. did. He did. Yep. Nigga, you muff one punt, you're getting cut. Mm-hmm. Plain and simple. Put Dax back there. Like, if he – I think that's really might have part of been – might have been part of the of the rationale was they didn't want to start the season with Dax back there, put the vet back there, right? So they put the vet back there, but if you muff, you can muff the first one, bobble it, whatever. You might be gone. So I don't see us. I don't. I don't see us having a seven for all that long. That's that's sort of how I see this playing out.
1: So who do you think the punt returners? On this roster could possibly be obviously Carter is is the favorite to be the the number one punt returner I guess Milne I think yeah and I guess if worse comes to worse you could stick Curtis Samuel back there They play in a pinch but I think
0: that's maybe it I think Humphrey's the other one I
1: was gonna say plus Patterson didn't really get a return as punt return right he didn't get any in the preseason he only got the look at I don't know Uh, I mean, I guess we'll see, man. I wouldn't be surprised if they use a number of pun returners this year, man. Just try to get a spark unless Carter comes out there and just wows everybody, which I mean, he he hasn't really had a dominant return career. He just is somebody who's capable of doing it. So I would expect to see multiple looks back there. Um, we got to talk about the four linebackers, uh, Ron Rivera said today that that's a position that's in flux are definitely going to add a few pieces. Um, once all the uh, cuts are on the NFL are through. Uh, any names you guys want to lop out there for possible pickups? No, there's no names. I'm not going to lie to you. I just noticed that we just kept four linebackers. <laughs> we <laughs> we didn't – I mean, my, my bad. Like I said, I've been out the loop today. But I did not realize we didn't keep Mayo or – what's the other guy? Um, I'm not going to butcher his last name. It begins with yeah, a K. Yeah, you know where I'm going with it. K- hey. That's all. Yeah, that's surprising. But like you said, there's there could still be moves to be made, but those four, I can understand because if they didn't have the confidence in the guys that we had, then that being Mayo and the other guy, then obviously they're probably waiting for the cuts to
0: come through and they'll probably pick up a veteran. Damn. I was looking at the list across the league. There's nothing. Yeah. There's nothing. There wasn't even really – I mean, obviously Cam got cut. That's a, That was its own story. Headlines, yeah. There really weren't any big names cut. There wasn't even like there weren't even a lot of proven veterans cut. Yeah. I wonder why that is. I think it might, you know what it could have been? No combine, right? I think I think teams had less like undrafted free agents, right? like so there's le- like less bodies in camp because then they still have the cover restrictions on the number of people you can have man see and we are a team that didn't have and I actually wonder when you think about this it, in retrospect we had a very small rookie mini camp
1: yeah yep
0: like very small mm-hmm. and I wonder if maybe if you bring in more guys because if you look at not to say the roster has has like major issues. Our linebacking core that is very, very thin, man. Yeah, you are very thin. But that probably goes back to Paul's point that
1: he mentioned in the chat. I mean, maybe this might be a good time for us to look at one of these veterans, like a KJ Wright, for example. I know I mentioned like he, this dude's been looking for the bag. That's kind of why he's like still a free agent. But that might not, that that might be a player we need to pick up the phone and have a little discussion with because this is. I don't know, man. This is a little shaky. Yeah, this is a a little shaky. That joint's a lot shaky. You have four linebackers on your roster right now. Cole Holcomb is a proven entity. John Bosick is a proven entity. Jamie Davis has never played a snap. Khali Hudson has limited experience. You need to add a vet and yesterday. Somebody who can step in and play anywhere in that that look, if need be. You're going to need that depth, I feel like. Absolutely. All it takes is one play. (laughs) One Hmm. play, you're down to three linebackers. So, Or one injury, I should say. So, yeah, definitely. Right. right. Got to talk about the six cornerbacks. Listen, this was something we talked a lot about in the previous podcast. We didn't think that Troy Apke would make the team. I think we all had written him off months ago. And slowly but surely, this man started working his way back, made himself irreplaceable on teams, and he's here. And I think, that we thought that he might be here, uh, in place of somebody like Dale Roberts or in place of Tor McTire, but no, it's Jimmy that gets the axe. I know you guys talked about that a little bit earlier. Um, I certainly think that's the most surprising move that we made today. Um, Agreed. Yeah, I don't. I can't think of a move that was more like a, a more visceral reaction uh, around the fan base than yeah. Jimmy getting cut. I
0: remember when we after the draft. I said to you all, we can't stamp Jimmy's spot. Right? They didn't draft him. If there's one thing that has become very clear, if you were here before Ron got here, you better be really fucking good, hundred <laughs> <100%. laughs> percent. Or your or your days are numbered, fam. Yep, They're numbered. The, who? The only guys left from before are the D line. You mind, right? Sometimes, like sheriff, um, not a lot of guys left. Man, J- Jimmy was on the margins. To me, I felt like I expected more from Jimmy last year. I didn't get no turnovers, nothing. And you're not the best quarter, You're not the best slot corner on the team. When you look at the depth chart going into camp, he wasn't the second best slot corner on the team.
1: All I'm gonna say is like I said earlier, you're I mean, Cliff, you might it could be one or two, but you're 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 an injury or two away from Troy Apke being in your nickel and dime package, man. And the last thing you want to see is true, or I think any of us wanna see is Troy Apke in coverage. Like, I don't care if it's at safety, I don't care if it's at corner. That's the last thing I wanna see. And I'm not knocking what he does on special teams, but you have to question, like like Paul, I was telling Cliff earlier, I, I was listening to JP, him and B man yesterday was like, you know. Yes, Troy is a special teams ace, but does he give you that much more in special teams? Like, you can't get that from Jimmy Moreland or Jamie Reese because, you know, you can rely on those guys to be in coverage and, you know, lined up outside on wide receivers. Like, the last thing you want to see is Troy Apke in that situation. And if you, God forbid, you get an injury, you're going to be asking him to play in that role. So, I mean, I'm not, not – I mean, it is what it is. Like, we know spe- he's a special teams ace, but I'm scared of shit if he has to line up outside. Like, we're fucked if we're being honest. Right.
0: But, but listen, man. We, we cannot have it both ways, man. We no doubt. You can't have everything. No I mean, doubt. My thing is, we can't be like, well, special teams are so important. It's important to team is good on special teams. It's like, oh, the team sees this guy. They identify him as someone they believe special teams ace. We want him to be cut because we don't want him to be on the field as the seventh, beat the seventh corner. like, I got to defer to the coaches on this one, man. Absolutely.
1: That's where I'm going on that. Absolutely. Also, to that point, for all we know, we don't know what they plan on doing with all those safeties. Like, Aki could be the last option as far as going on to the field and coverage if there's an injury. You know, you could slide McCain around, curl. I mean, it could be any situation. So, right. maybe they just had it as he's that special team's ace and he's not going to be a part of the, you know, the eleven. 11th. These
0: people saying this shit. Like Del Rio and Rivera don't watch, don't watch football, this shit. We're not telling them anything. They don't know. They beat the last year. Right, so, whatever. I don't know why fans are so honest about that one. That's, they shouldn't be surprised. You know, I was thinking about today
1: while Twitter was on fire talking about Trabke and how special teams isn't important enough. For him to take a whole roster spot? Wait, there was really people saying special teams not important, Paul? My bad. N- not They're important cool. enough for him to take a roster spot, I which I disagree. Good. Let me ask you all this. When's the last time? Have you ever seen Matthew play? Matthew Slater play on offense?
0: Couldn't remember. Couldn't tell you. you gotta, but he's, he's, it has to get real dire. Right. <laughs> dire.
1: Yeah. Yet he's one of the most valuable special teams player in NFL, and he's been in New England for like 30 years they kept him around for a reason, despite not contributing on, on offense, offense at all. So yep. I'm not saying Torabki is Matthew Slater. I, I will never come out of my mouth and say something fool-ass like that. But if he is valuable on teams and they count on, on him on punt punt return, kick, kickoff return, like he's on all four. Like, you, you need somebody like that to be your guy out there. Listen, let's pray he never has to play from scrimmage, Torabki, because we know that's barbecue chicken all day. But – like John Kahn said today, if, God forbid, William Jackson and Kendall Fuller went down week one versus Chargers, they're yep. signing quarterbacks on t- on Monday morning or Tuesday. They're not going to say, okay, get your ass out there and guard Amari Cooper. You know, that's not happening.
0: Right. Also, I think it's weird that people are like, rooting for the guy to lose his job. I mean, you nigga did really earn a spot on the team? Or you got to remember, they move this man to free safety, Then they move him to corner. It kind of sounds like the
1: coaches really like Troy More so, I'm more surprised that Daryl Roberts making it. I know we discussed him being a veteran, but he didn't really like. I mean, obviously, I guess he didn't need to flash because obviously the coaches are comfortable with him. He must be a savvy vet. He must fit fit into the system, and he's somebody they can rely on. Like
0: oh, that's mean, the surprise over making uh, the roster with Jimmy, to be honest. Cool. Not when we um, signed him, Rivera implied that he was going to start. Daryl Roberts. He was starting the slot. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Man, I kind of remember that conversation. Yeah.
1: There's two bammers on the roster right now that I literally didn't hear about the entire time. We were <laughs> watching camp and they're just on the roster. One is Casey Tuhill and the other is Dale Roberts. Like I know that Cliff had said he started in this league. They're going to keep him over somebody like Jimmy or Tori, possibly because he's been a starter in this league and he's still relatively young. But I didn't hear his name all camp. I personally did not. No, two hill two hill of too. No, two hill was very bad. Two didn't play in the preseason, did he? Did he no. play on, on Saturday night?
0: Oh, nope, not at all. Two hills a vet.
1: He's a vet, man. I mean, two hill ain't really do much when he was on the field anyway, but I get it. He's a vet. But... He's a vet, man. They're
0: going, they're going these we gotta remember. That's why I'm surprised they kept separate wide receivers. We talking about a fucking 1980s player from the eighties, bro. Yeah, Martin Mayhew. <laughs> Bob Rivera, Jack Del Rio. Shout out to Martin. <laughs> so they going like a certain type of player, definitely. They were players, man. So they so that's why that shit doesn't it doesn't surprise me that like guys like that would see a vet sign a vet they're like oh you can come in we're not gonna kill you during camp like they probably told him that beforehand. for. Him. like listen man. Right? like if you feel if you if you're not feeling right sit out you're on the team you've been around the league you've coached you before. like that's how these people work man they signed yeah. you cut them for some fucking random. It, it, turned <laughs> it, wasn't, it turned out it wasn't McIher. McIher? McTi- McTyre. McTyre. So McIher. Let's
1: get it straight. We, we've been butchering his name on this podcast for three weeks straight. Not M-C, big T-Y-E-R, McIher.
0: keep confusing him with the other dude. Who? McIver. The, McIver the, um, he used to play corner. Cliff was calling my man McIher
1: journeyman, nigga. <laughs> uh wait, wait who are you talking about you talking about chris Culver?
0: nah man uh, I'll, I'll text y'all today when i remember that's man. man. when you sign that's yeah you sign like we i think we sometimes just forget about that part of it man. not every there are not as many spots open somebody like you're making the team the reporters don't even really, that's the part where I, when it comes to camps, I'm like, well, you're talking about certain angles. Cause this, you know what I'm saying? It's, you're cre- not creating a story, but there's a storyline. Mm-hmm. You know, fucking storyline of Daryl Roberts, man. So even if you make a plan camp, they don't really tell us. Right. Uh, while we were sitting
1: right here, I went through the 53 man roster and wrote down the guy's. That were, he, that were here prior to Ron Rivera getting hired. As we were talking about earlier, how he's cleaning out all the old trash. And you you would think that maybe just like the best of the players that were there prior to Rivera would remain. I mean, the list kind of reflects that. McLaurin, Cam Sims, Sheriff, Roulier, Sweat, Allen, Payne, Ioannidis, Settle, Holcomb, Apke, Collins, Way, Hopkins, and Everett, that's it. Mm. and if you want to say flowers and fuller i mean they went away and came back so if you want to count that you can but that's that's a strong-ass core that's a strong-ass core of a football team and everybody else fell by the wayside oh you're bruce's guy yeah you about here yeah man (laughs) riverboat identified pieces that he felt he could keep and he knew he had to flip this roster i mean we knew the roster lacked blue chip talent like that's something we've us three have discussed many years like and the way that he flipped this around in under two years like and obviously it's it there's more to come with this roster i mean it's still not a french product but i mean it's amazing what, what he's, how he's upgraded this talent in two years with the shit yep. that we've been with with brucifer over the last 10 years or so like for riverboat and marty and martin to do this like i mean hey kudos to them man because this <laughs> You can tell me we would have had this this type of roster twenty. There's no way you would have told me that. There's no way. That's 17 players. Yep. That's there are 53 of 17 players left the holdovers wow. from
0: that one, is wild 20 months ago. I'm with a good fucking reason. So absolutely. <laughs> who is there a single player gone who you're like, man? Think about the guys we people were mad about. The Quentin Dunbars, mm-hmm. who people were mad about when it happened, nobody thinking of no fucking Quentin Dunbar anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Every day, is Ruben Foster? Is Ruben Foster going to be ready? Is Ruben Foster going to play? Why isn't Ruben Foster on the team? No one's mentioned his name one fucking time. Nope. Yeah, absolutely. You
1: know it's crazy. We were talking about Jarrett Patterson today. And I was like, well, maybe now he can get out of that bum ass 35, right? He's looking like <laughs> Quinton Ganther out there. Come and here, uh, shout out my, my man, uh, not RD3 on Twitter. He was like, Oh, you're not even gonna say Monte Nicholson. And it's wild because I haven't thought about Monte Nicholson one second since he's been gone. Forget about him. And, like Come I have thought I haven't thought about him so much. I actually yep. skipped over him and went to Quinton Ganther. I was like, oh, yeah. I forgot about Monte's bum-ass. Monte stood that one loud knocking niggas out in the parking lot. Three. <laughs> 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 All right. Um, let's go to the O-line real quick. I, I do um, want to mention uh, or at least talk about the fact that we kept nine. I think a lot of us thought they might have kept ten because they had a lot of good linemen that you thought they would not take advantage of that depth. But not only did they keep nine, Tyler Larson was one of them. And I think that kind of surprised a bunch of us. Um, I, had, I hadn't heard a lot from him from camp. I know he played a lot on Thursday night or on Friday night, I should say. Saturday night, I should say. But he wasn't one of the guys I thought they keep. I thought they might maybe go David Sharp since they invested a pick in to trade for him or maybe somebody like Keith Ishmael. But, nope, he gets a nod. As I'm assuming up. he's going to be the backup center, right? You
0: know, mm-hmm. Signed as a free agent to hill roberts signed as free agents they weren't right. signed there wasn't even like a big there was no like you know what i'm saying they weren't no one was doing segments about these signings mm-hmm. but we got to remember we don't know how they work
1: absolutely and it this- goes to show another another uh layer to ron rivera like not giving a damn about who or we, you were like or what kind of draft pick you were whether he was one of your picks or something like that. Like, AGG got the the axe. Ishmael got the axe. Two draft picks from last year that he said, you know what? It's not working out. I'm going to cut my losses and bounce. You see what the Eagles did? They got rid of 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 them and kept um, J-Jaw. They're not allowing the L to come to them. You need to take the L, but they keep fighting it and letting this nigga stay on the roster. Ron Rivera said, nah, nah, nah. You out of here. That's something that That's something that the old regime would never do. There's no way they would, you know, say, oh, we drafted somebody after a year. Oh, we're going to hang on to them if they weren't living up to, you know, their potential. Like, this is – that's how you know it's a new day. Like, that's two draft picks from 2020 that have been cut. (laughs) Yeah. That's kind of refreshing, if anything. Your man, uh, Sheck West, was supposed to be a starter this time last summer. Now he's gone.
0: Listen, man, I keep warning you all about what's going on up there in Philly, man. I've seen this before, Philly. We used to be you. <laughs> like we're seeing them do this type of shit because they were considered the smart ones for a while. Mm-hmm. They were the standard of the division. You know, I see them doing shit, and I'm like, y'all really acting like how we used that? That shit is hilarious
1: to me, man. Right. Any other regime would have got rid of Josh Doxon after year two. We held on for a third year because we wanted to double down on the fuckery. Wow. That's something the Eagles are doing now. Got to get a couple more fade routes. It's
0: clear any good regime wouldn't have drafted that guy. Well, 31-year-old Big 12 wide receiver. <laughs> <They're> 31. <laughs> It was wanky on draft day. <laughs> Let's not relive that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: any surprise tight end group? Samus Reyes and Ricky Seals Jones mix it. No, I know that they know that Samus Reyes isn't ready to, cont- to contribute in a serious way, but I definitely think that they got when that. He wasn't going to make it to waivers, and honestly, from what I heard, I think I heard the same thing about Dex Millie that he wasn't going to make it through waivers either, which is why they are essentially here as the last two guys in the roster. That's your man, Ricky seals Jones. And plus, I mean, I, I, I got to be honest, he—he's probably what outside of Logan Thomas the best pass pass catching tight end we got right now. I mean, nothing nothing against on um, Bates and Samus Reyes, but God forbid something happened to Logan, Logan Thomas, at least you got the veteran Ricky seals Jones. You know, you could plug him in. He's a good route runner. He got a decent hands, so yeah. He was yep. wide receiver Texas A and M, so he has that background. Yep. yep.
0: Listen, man, I think we gotta stop assuming that we know what these this coach and staff is thinking. We don't know anything that this regime is thinking, Cliff. There's no leaks. No. There's no like even the media is clueless. They have no idea. People keep saying, "Well, you know, Samus can't play this year." It's like, do we know that? Right? How do I know that? Riverboat told us he's the best, he's the most physical tight end we have, best blocker. how Do we know? We barely saw Like the weird thing about not the weird thing, but it is three preseason games now.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It wasn't like he played a whole ton. We barely saw him. They saw him in practice. I'm just going. Whatever they want to decide to do, go ahead, man. <laughs> We can't keep guessing. Yep. Because most people mostly wait think Sam is going to make a team. When we signed him, it was like, well, he's going to be on practice squad and we'll see how it goes in 2027 if, if he can be on the field. You know what I'm saying? That's how people were talking about it. You know what my theory is about the tight end group while we kept four? Mm. I think
1: that they would have kept just three if, uh, let's say Samus Reyes didn't exist. Let's say that any other year, they keep Logan Thomas, they keep John Bates, and they keep a third tight end, well-rounded, maybe not Ricky Seals-Jones, but somebody else. But mm-hmm. this year, you have Logan Thomas, you have two rookies, one of which who has never played football before in Bates and Reyes, and you have Ricky Seals-Jones. I think mm-hmm. that his place on this roster, Ricky Seals-Jones, is just because you need a veteran there. Because you Definitely. can't – if sure. something were having to Logan, you can't have two rookies out there, one who – I mean, yes, I, I agree that his um, his ascent has been pretty good, and he's probably ready to contribute in some small ways, but he can't be your second tight end, not yet. Dog, you basically, I, I agree with everything you just said. Like, that's basically what Ricky Seals-Jones is. He's a bet. God forbid something happens to Logan Thomas, the last thing you want to do is you have to rely on Samus Reyes, who hasn't really played football. He's still learning the game. And then you got the rookie and John Bates, who we know he's still, he's still raw in his game right now, so – like you said, absolutely. I, I mm-hmm. had no problem for Titan. All right. Um you know what we didn't mention though? We didn't mention Shaka Tony and David Bada made the 53-man roster. Wait, David Bada made the 53-man roster? I thought he had the international player exemption or whatever. What I'm looking at right now, he's on this 53-man roster from Sam Fortier. Uh I'm looking at Nikki Javala's uh tweet from earlier today, and I don't see David Bada on that. That's strange. I, I know Bada's one of the international players, and he I has mean, to get an exemption. I don't know I, if that's, if that's I, what that could I, be. I knew he did need to take up one of the 53 spots, but I'm sitting here looking at, and I was about to say, like, because all of the local media was like, yeah, he could be on international, da-da-da-da, doesn't even take a roster spot. But I'm sitting here looking at this 9D lineman and Shocker Tony, KZ2, and David Bada, the last three in the group. Unless Question. I'm Question. Ricky Seals. No, Ricky Seals. Sorry. Question. Samus Reyes. Since he made the 53-man roster outright, I wasn't sure if there was any international rules or anything like that that I was missing. He is now subject to all release, waivers, anything like that. He's no longer in that program. He's now kind of graduated, uh, mm-hmm. for lack of a better term, to the NFL and is subject to their rules, correct?
0: I think he was out of it once we we gave him the contract we gave.
1: Oh, okay. Got it. Got uh, it. That does make sense. sense. He was still in it. Got it. Okay. Makes sense. But, yes, Cora, we should talk about Shaka Tony uh, getting that last spot. Uh, John Kemp said that they liked his speed. They liked his uh, versatility a little bit. I know that earlier in OTAs that he was playing a little bit of stand-up linebacker. I haven't heard of that happening again since. But if they tried him there, I I guess that maybe could be something that we see down the line. Um, He edges out uh, William Bradley King, who I thought maybe showed a little bit more in preseason than Tony did. But they must have seen something in practice with Tony's game that they want to see a little bit more of this uh this season or or it's possible that he could just be one of the last two or three guys in the roster since they did keep nine defensive linemen and uh let's say another linebacker comes available then they'll move him in the practice squad but who knows i mean apparently they said he's been a standard on special teams like with his size and agility and the speed that he has i mean i guess apparently they've been intrigued with the ability that he has to be on punt coverage kick coverage and you know kick return, punt return, all. I mean, if he could be on every special teams unit, and obviously, you know, we need depth at the defensive end position anyway. So, I mean, I, I guess it couldn't hurt that he... <laughs> clearly, he's showing them something that he made the 53. But I, I am a little surprised that he made it over Willie, William Bradley
0: King, because I thought he had a good preseason.
1: So, I mean, that that is it. That's, that's a surprise for me on a 53. Shock Tony, for sure. Yeah,
0: But you know what? That's another one where... I love his motor, though, Cliff. Don't get me wrong. I love Shaka Tony. That's another one where if it was based off people's – and this is not – I'm not criticizing reports when I say this. I'm just saying if we base it off what was being reported out of this, one player was, quote, unquote, flashing, right? Because that's all they really write in their practice notes It's like, plays that flash. Right. We hear about William Bradley King, and we would never hear about Shaka Tony. But we didn't hear anything about Shaka so, ever. Right. So I feel like in that situation, we don't know. That, those are the situations where I'm like, we don't know what the how the coaches are evaluating these guys. So, yeah, you might have got a sack in the game. But in practice, you might have been just okay. You know what I'm saying? Or you can't play teams. Dog, we need special teams players, man. Uh-huh. And I feel like the team, you know, our team is getting better because our team is getting to the point where you can only make the team if you are playing special teams because there are no other spots for you. There's not like you're not going to steal somebody's starting spot. I feel like that's where the roster is getting right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. Absolutely.
1: I hear you on that. Definitely a team that um, has more depth than they've had in some time. I do think we are – uh, i don't want to say dangerously thin at some spots but we are definitely thin at some spots but still better a better situation than we had two years ago we were thin pretty much everywhere like um, you. yeah uh, so it's still year really? two of a rebuild we're, it's still always, a very much a working
0: process i only see linebackers where we're, as a place that we're thin where do you, where else do you think we're thin at
1: um i could see a situation're thin at running back just because jd mckissick while i like him as a do everything back do I trust him to be a you know what let me back that up a little bit because I don't think there's such a thing as like workhorse backs in the NFL anymore you don't see the guys who who rack up 450 carries in a season I'm not saying that McKissick would be a workhorse and his officer would need to be but if something were happening to Gibson now you're entrusting the position group to McKissick and an undrafted rookie while I like Patterson that's that's still a lot to throw at just those two guys. But also, like you said, too, there's this offense, I don't even know if we're asking Gibson to truly be a workhorse, but God forbid something happened to him. I don't right. think Scott Turner would put this offense in a situation where McKissick, Patterson would need to be the workhorse because obviously none of them are built for that. And then also you got to keep in mind, we got the playmaker Curtis Samuel, and that's another person you can put in the backfield, mm-hmm. you know, that's if you got to go situation where, you know, you don't have Gibson. It's so. also running. But I feel you. I feel you 1000% on that.
0: It's also running back,
1: though. Yeah.
0: It's running back. <laughs> and if, like, if you're going to pick two positions in the league to be thin at, it would be running back and linebacker. That's what the analytics folks would say, is how I would put it. Oh, you're saying the old riverboat
1: now is a uh, fucking money ball ass nigga?
0: <laughs> also, by the way, let me tell y'all something. Man. If Jared Patterson ever steps on that field, it gets twenty touches. He's killing it in an NFL game. I'm just telling you that right now. But that's a- I'm for- not sleep. I am not going to sleep. I'm with you. We will have a conversation on a different day. Let's hope it doesn't come to that.
1: Uh, Jeff Patterson doesn't get his touches. I'm not going to say how many, but I'd be surprised if he got anything less than, you know, just like two or three a game. I mean, I think they trust him enough um, in pass pro and, and knowing his assignments and things like that where he, they could put him in the game and not feel like he's a liability. It's just I, like I couldn't go into the season with Jared Patterson being my number one with J.D. McKissick. That's all. He's, he needs to prove himself first. you yeah.
0: I mean, young player. This is running back, and they would just sign a running back. Like, that's, that's my thing with that position. Mm-hmm. Like, you're just never really that thin at running back because they're running what do, they, what do they always say sign them off the street <laughs> a lot of those running no, back.
1: just plugging anybody in there but I, I hear what you're say. he, he saying he's saying people are saying Jared Patterson is Capri Bibbs I hear you
0: <laughs> this man was Capri Bibbs too it was it was definitely Paul's man Paul's man, balls, man.
1: Hey, we scored on that screen versus Dallas. It was
0: up. <laughs>
1: was like, okay,
0: 4-6. Well, that's my whole point. Signed yeah. that deal off the street. And gave yeah. him 46. Yeah, sure did. Gave Shout out to because... Odell Betts.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, any surprise that we didn't keep Peyton Barber? There's got to be a mild surprise that he wasn't here because I, I thought it was kind of locked up. And I wouldn't we say we were going to go with four. I'm actually a little bit surprised by that. I... Glad that Riverboat didn't feel the need to hold on to a running back to gain a, a yard and a half, like that allowed us to keep another player at a different position. And it, no offense to Peyton Barber, but I'm I'm hoping that Gibson can develop the ability to pick up a yard or two in short yarders. Like I don't want to have to hold a roster spot for that. I mean, I I just like and like Cliff just said, it's running back. Like I'm holding you for the game two point two. No, come on, yeah. man. Somebody no. said if you need a yard, he'll get you a yard. If you need four yards, he'll get you a yard.
0: Yeah. Hey, listen, man. It's hard. It's hard to make this team now, man. There was a time where we would have kept four running backs and seven wide receivers because we didn't have any corners to keep anyway, so it wouldn't have mattered because they all suck. And we wouldn't have mattered. We're keeping four safeties. Why? It doesn't matter We're four because they all are trash, too. <laughs> it's hard now. So Peyton Barber, we needed Peyton Barber. Peyton Barber. Peyton Barber last year. That was like Kendrick Perkins for a second. We, <laughs> <laughs> we needed Peyton Barber last year, right? Don't need him. Yep. They don't need him. That's, that's why the nigga lost weight. Because he knew it was going to be tough to make the team. He's like, my job on the line, I hear, let me cut out these cheeseburgers
1: real quick. The fuck am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> he, <laughs> he hey, you what? dumb. You dumb for that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, where else, where else? I guess safety, we can talk about safety real quick. One, I'm surprised that Derek Forrest did make the roster. I know that he has shown some things on teams, but he doesn't look like he's ready to contribute in any meaningful way from scrimmage. And also that Jeremy Reeves got cut. Uh, he showed last year that he can come in at a pinch and be a pretty good free safety. I, I know that PFF ain't for everybody, but he was one of the most highly rated safeties in PFF last year. Um I thought his job was far from safe, especially when they brought in uh, Bobby McCain from Miami. But um, it turns out to be a smaller safety group than I thought. I thought they might have kept six safeties and uh, balanced out with only five cornerbacks, but instead they keep just five, and Derek Forrest ended up being one of them. Uh, What do you guys think? I mean, I'll be honest, I'm surprised Forrest made it, but also, I mean, where they drafted him. And, I mean, he does have – he showed me a little bit, man. Like, obviously, I know we were all concerned about – You Know those plays that he was biting on the bootleg, looking just looking absolutely ridiculous. The preseason and coverage on those plays, but legend has has he's still running. (laughs) He brings (laughs) mentality to the game, man. Like, he's a big ass safety, he's got a little speed to him, you know. Like, I'm intrigued by him. So, I I mean, I'm kind of glad that we held on to him. Um, I think there might be something there. Obviously, he's got a little work to do, but he might turn into that special teams ace this year, along with Appian, you know. Make that unit be top five in the league. So I don't know. I, I'm kind of intrigued by Derek Forrest compared to a few other people. So I like him. I don't know who said this today on Twitter. I know for a fact that I saw it and I wish I could give credit to the guy that said it. But on the official roster, Derek Force is listed as linebacker/safety. He's a big ass safety bro. That's yeah, a big boy. He is. Maybe that's that could be part of the reason why, at least for now, they only kept four linebackers. I mean, I'm sure they're going to add somebody else. But maybe with some looks and some schemes um, that Jack Del Rio plans to run, if he gets it on the field, he could probably be like an in the box safety, like not somebody that you're counted on to do anything in space for for right now, but at least be a body that's um, in the box. And Uh, also, like, that's that's kind of far fetched, but that, you know, I'm just trying to make sense of all this. (laughs) Another thing that that we mentioned all offseason about landing potentially playing linebacker, like, yes, landings look great all camp at safety, but with them only keeping four linebackers, maybe they're for all we know, Del Rio and Rivera have a package where Landon will be playing linebacker, and you have Curl in the nickel or McCain deep, like, there could be a situation where they feel comfortable with those safeties, and then you know, they could plug and play for us, or Collins or Curl down there within the box, you know, have a couple more DBs on the field, so I'm sure they got some stuff up their sleeve. Mm -hmm. Absolutely.
0: Look, man, the minute McCain was signed, Reeves' days were numbered, man. If they're not, they're not going to keep Reeves over Forrest. Yeah, that's very unlikely. They wouldn't have drafted Forrest in the third place if that was the case. You know what I'm saying? So, once they signed McCain, too, it was going to be tough for Reeves to make the team. They weren't getting rid of DeShaz- DeShazer. I don't I mean, listen, they want to play Forrest like that. They got to sign a lot back at all. I don't give a damn who you try to – have imitated linebacker. <laughs> like we literally got rid of all the linebackers. For, like we, we basically only added Davis at linebacker. Nothing else. Yep, linebackers are gone. Yeah, No, they're going to
1: sign somebody in linebacker. But I'm saying, uh, I mean, I'm just saying what the roster says. I'm not saying he's going to play linebacker or even be in these linebacker meetings. Or
0: oh no, I wasn't saying yeah. the regular in general, <laughs> in, right, right. Denver, like, no, you need to sign a linebacker.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's been a few trades around the NFL. I'm surprised that they haven't made any calls like for somebody who might be, I don't want to say maybe like on their way out, but maybe is like an unhappy situation, like sort of like John Brown over in Los Angeles or Los Angeles, Las Vegas <laughs> and lost his spot and requested his way out. And instead of like just letting him walk, they try to get like a fifth or sixth round pick for him. Something like that. Not many free agents. So I can only see KJ Wright. It's funny because I opened his browser and the first name I saw was Will Compton. And I was like,
0: nope, close that. Close that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but there's, uh, there's, like I said, there, when you look through who got cut, there's not much, man. Yeah. Uh,
1: there might be a few more names. I, I know I saw a name um, that kind of intrigued me earlier and he. I actually don't know if he got cut or not. Jordan Hicks played in Philly for a little bit, played yeah. in Arizona now. I, I saw he might be on as well, and I actually don't know if he got cut or not, but that could be a name that we could add as a, like a depth piece. No, he, he definitely didn't get cut. He definitely didn't get cut. All right, then never mind. No, 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 no. All right, last group, kickers, or specials, I should say. um will <laughs> really be not allowed to talk about there, but there were a number of kickers cut around the league this year or um, today, I should say, um, Joey Sly got cut. He was actually in Carolina with Ron Rivera a couple of years back. Randy Bullet got cut. Um, Zane, got, Zane Gonzalez got cut. And there's another really good one, or pretty good one. I can't remember his name right now. But uh, yeah, I'm not going to find it right now. But uh, could you see a scenario? In your wildest imagination, where prior to this game or at some point soon they're challenging Hopkins for his job with one of these capable kickers that are on the street. I'm gonna say no, but I will say this: he might have a two week window. You come out there missing kicks; they're bringing somebody in. Like, and even in Riverboat's press conference the other day, he's like, "They're like, how confident are you in Hopkins?" He's like, "I'm, I'm, I'm, I'm okay right now, but." He's like, that's right now. Like, we're not in game situation. So you come out there, you whiff and shake wide left, wide right on some basic 35, 40-yard kicks, and we have a problem on our hands. And I, I don't think he's going to hesitate to address that situation. So I think he's just trying to show confidence in them. Obviously, you know, they added the new long snapper at Cheeseman. Riverboat just said he wanted them to get their operation together. So I think <laughs> they got a, they got a two-week window, man. So don't go out there messing no kicks wide left, wide right, or your ass is getting chopped. I guarantee it. <laughs> Yeah, the other name I was thinking about is Michael Bad, Badgley got cut in the charges. Oh, really? Kind of, he,
0: Bad, yeah, damn. he was kind
1: of down last year, though. He, he, I think it was only 24 or 32 last year, but in 2019, he was pretty solid. So that's another name out there. But I don't know if you want to get into business with somebody who got the yips. Because, I mean,
0: you want to get into business. We, we
1: might already have one with the yips. You
0: don't want to get into business signing any kicker who's kicking San Diego or Los Angeles Chargers, period. Well, <laughs> watch that. <laughs> <Special> <laughs> <laughs> oh, how many times we watched Philip Rivers in his career where his kickers were the reasons they were losing games
1: oh yeah I remember playing games where Nick Novak was
0: shitting the bed listen yeah. man that <laughs> here a couple times Come on. <laughs> no, like Corey said that's not his. again you don't want to hear about fucking snaps man. Mm-hmm. God, shit man one, you know the kind of he's gonna miss. It's gonna be <laughs> great drive, right? We try to go into the half, 17-10, We try to go into the half up twenty ten. He misses a fucking thirty four yarder. That's the kind of shit he misses, man. <laughs> I can just see it. That's why I'm laughing. Like I can, I can see it now. I literally
1: can see it. Great drive. <laughs> All momentum's going. We go down here, this motherfucker whiffs it wide left. Come out second half. And that team's on our ass after that missed field goal. Yeah.
0: I That's the Hopkins special, man. <laughs> um, look, Hopkins has been here a while now. He has, man. So this is how it ends for kickers. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know they, just, they go, out. <laughs> motherfuckers <laughs> don't come out with their, you know, like John Oway.
1: <laughs> uh, the other day, Hopkins said in his press conference, he reminded me a little bit of Kirk. Man, he was like, you know, like just so you guys know, like I'm real process oriented. And I was like, oh my god, bad oh, dose. God. I, I heard that too. I forgot. Oh, you mentioned that too, guys. oh my god. dog, Goldie was going in on this podcast talking. He about was. That. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. I mean, he, he, listen. I know that Kirk and the specialists. And JP Finley and them were all, all in that little, little, that little good old boys club. Probably, uh-huh. They probably share notes. Oh, just, just say process oriented. Look it up your ass.
0: <laughs> Yo, who the fuck even asked him the question that led to him? I was like, damn, that don't sound like cousins. <laughs> oh, yeah. Kirby used to say that dumb ass shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> I because you could have just had a good a preseason where you didn't miss any kicks. Mm mm-hmm. oh, hmm. You've been here, like I say, you've been here a while. But you put a target on your back, man. Yep. He did, man. As far as I'm concerned, the minute you started explaining to me <laughs> why you were missing kicks, is if I give a fuck. You got to treat this shit like it's. um. Who's
1: the coach for Varsity Blues? <laughs> oh, uh, it was John Voigt, but it's a Bud Kilmer.
0: Kilmer <laughs> gives a fuck. Why you missed the kick? How nice, coach? Because the spin of the ball, you see. It's good. Trying. I'm trying to picture him. Picture him going into Riverboat's office saying that, "Hey, Dustin, what happened on the
1: kick, Well, coach? You know, the ball was spinning a little bit." It's <laughs> 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 process-oriented. Coach is like, all right, yes, you're practice. Close the door. Hey Mark, <laughs> to help Joey fly up. <laughs> Get him the fuck out of here, but I ain't gonna wish. I'm not gonna speak bad, man. I'm hoping, I'm really hoping because like you said, Hopkins has been here for a while. Like I'm rooting for you. I wanted to work out, but Hopkins, I'm, t- <laughs> I'm giving you two weeks, buddy. Two weeks. Start missing kicks, he's gone. I don't think there's any question he'll be gone. I want so.
0: I want him to make all his kicks. I do, too, man. I think it's very clear right now that you that, that your seats getting a little warm, man. Yep. Something's off right now. And what's, and I'm telling y'all, once they started explaining to the media why kicks were being missed, <laughs> nah, you, what's going on right now, man? Because I've never heard kickers just openly, like, why are we even giving you that that space to explain to us why you're missing kicks, because you only get to do that shit one time. You wasted your bullet in the preseason, dog. Mm-hmm. Yep. That shit for week nine. <laughs> Try to blame the cheese man in week one, man. Are you trying to do cheese? Cheese just got here. <laughs> <laughs> last here? Are <sighs>
1: oh, you dumb? So you said cheese just got here.
0: That's my thing, though. Paul Hopkins was telling us this shit. Like, he kicks last year, dog.
1: Mm, Exactly, Cliff. Yep.
0: Why'd you miss him last year, then?
1: When you had your man, Sunberg. What was was the problem then?
0: Come on. Nobody's trying to care why you missed it. You could be 100% right. I'm sure you are. But no one cares. (laughs) No one cares.
1: No. I was just while you guys were talking, I was just doing a little math right here. And I wanted to see how long Hopkins had been here, like relative to other Redskins kickers or franchise kickers, I should say. I was like, who's the longest term kicker we've had here, like prior to Hopkins? I was like, it must have been Low Miller, right? That'd be Chip, right? It, it is Chip. It is Chip. But if you think about this, this is how many field goals Hopkins has had here, right? Hopkins has attempted 180 field goals in his career. Lob Miller had 245 here, so like 60 more. But mm-hmm. Lob Miller was here for eight years, and in the years where we were getting buckets, like in the early 90s, there was like three, there's like three seasons I'm looking at where he had 43, 41, 40 field goal attempts. So that just shows how long Hobbs has been here. Like he's almost like caught Chip in that number, and Chip was clicking for a minute, and he was attempting a lot of field goals in that time. Mm-hmm. I mean, Lord knows that we not scoring much in this motherfucker.
0: So how the hell do you get to 180? <laughs> Top. <laughs> I mean, he, I'm sure Top has rack, racked up them field goals in the Kirk years.
1: You know he did dumping off the third seven. Paul, was it Paul? What's the joint on third down? <laughs> field goal, you to get ready. <laughs> 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 okay. Cliff, said, Cliff said Kirk, and Hop out here, Pat, uh, Stan Patton. That's crazy.
0: Hey, that's hilarious. But there um, was a, there was a time where we didn't have, couldn't find a kicker for a little bit. Yep who was the kicker right before Hopkins? Damn, we had a few. Yeah. Uh,
1: Kai Forbath? Forbath? Novak? Shit, Novak was like mid-2000s. That was yeah. like 2006, 2007. I, honestly, I don't know. I couldn't even tell. But have so like, many kickers at- in, my, in our lifetime. I can't even remember, bro. Yeah. But Cliff, you at? <laughs> hey, he had 42 field goal attempts in 2016. Pop, eating off Kirk.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's 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 like Harrison Bucker numbers, but we weren't putting up them. We weren't putting up league leading point numbers. Niggas just couldn't convert a touchdown to fucking red zone. That's Billy Cundiff Graham Ganoes. Gnos- I mean, Somebody said, "Switch the house." Did. You
1: remember "Switch the house, squeeze them. Oh, "Where's the house? Switch the bless." Black- yeah, that's my man. People <laughs> oh my god. Who, no, we had one more kicker that was super bummy. Who was it? It might have been on the Zorniers. You know what? I'm, I'm thinking about the punter. I'm thinking about Sav Rocka's bum ass. <laughs> Sav
0: Rocka. Sav
1: was down there and hit when he had a shitty punt, though. You know, I remember one time I think we were playing Dallas and Sav Rock was making a tackle on punt and his shit was all bloody. Like, he got up, his whole shit was split a while, I was like, God damn. Yeah. You tackle him with your nose? Yeah. I remember I remember that shit. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Uh any more comments on the roster? I don't really have anything else besides it looks like a damn good one. It's not what I expected, oh, yeah. but uh it's looking very very solid right now. I I don't really have any complaints outside of the linebacker group. I think that they'll add somebody soon, but uh this roster looks primed to compete if they stay healthy. I feel very confident saying that has a lot of potential.
0: Look, man, the D-line is the fucking hard and soul the team. It's stacked. Mm-hmm. I do mm-hmm. if Lindsey Jones had a top one. I think it was like a top, it was a top 50 players under 25? But it was like she couldn't put all our D line because Sweat barely missed it. Mm-hmm. Um, she had Young on there, paid on there, right? Someone in McCorn barely missed out. Our team has a lot of talent. It, it can get better. Like the gap between our roster and the top rosters in the league, there's still a gap there. But if the, they're, part, they're part, the young guys on this team have all pro potential. If they yep. take a step,
1: they take their games to another level. It's yep.
0: very different.
1: Yep. Just looking at the roster right now, there's a small handful of people on this roster right now that i think are maxed out or on the back end of of their career somehow um it's hard to say with the backup quarterbacks but um yeah i mean maybe just like i know you you guys bag on me for getting on john bostic all the time but bostic is one perhaps somebody like i don't know like maybe sheriff is maxed out to a degree, still very good, but maybe he doesn't get any better, but everybody else is spinning. make it a, 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 but Yeah, he's all, of course, he's damn good, you know what I'm saying? like. But what I'm saying is that, to what Cliff said, there's a lot of young players on his team who are about to take the next step in their career. Even somebody like Ryan Fitzpatrick, who obviously has been there, done that, isn't really getting any better, but he could have a lot of success here in this situation. Like Everybody could take strides in their game this year. Now I'm with you about also, speaking of which, I think I found the last bummy kicker. Sorry, because I've been looking at kickers. And I think it was Nick Rose, the name you're talking about. Oh, Nick Rose has a cuff on Redskins Twitter. You know? <laughs> we had a lot of bummy ass kickers. I'm over here. these kickers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You know who was the Bumby, though, that we had when we let him go? David Akers, 98, 1998. David Akers. Damn, man. And- that's, that's, a, that's a deep cut, my nigga. That's a deep cut. You was thinking about
0: 98 in this joint? Gano you know, got better when he I through a whole list of kickers that we had. Gano got better when he left. He definitely did. Remember we had Eddie Murray? He was holding shit. I
1: was about played. to say, Eddie Murray was 100 who was kicking. He was
0: for was so have. I don't think he could even base. Basically, we couldn't kick anything over 45.
1: Man. Yep. Yep. That's it, Clint. Slam. Yep. Slam. <laughs> yo no no there's a game there's a game and I, I god damn it I can't remember what it is I think this was the year that Norv got fired I think they Norv had asked Eddie if he can kick a field goal like at the end of a game to win a game he said coach I can't make that kick and Norv sent him in any way and got him fired I, I I'm pretty sure that's a thing I don't think I'm lying about that
0: oh you better made me look that shit up too bro
1: Yo, if, if, Kevin Sheehan, if you're listening to this podcast, I know that you and LaVere talk about this instance a lot on your show. Please help me and let me know what, what, what game this is. I really want to know.
0: I'm pretty sure you're right because I distinctly remember there being an Eddie Murray field goal that was, like, nowhere near. Yep. <laughs> it, it was, like, 20 yards short, old-ass Eddie Murray.
1: Oh, Eddie Murray turned sixty-five yesterday. He he was for first in the year two thousand. That means he was like forty-five and shit. shit I'm definitely oh, I'm looking man. this up. I'm definitely looking this one found, right now.
0: I found it. John Hall at 05. You oh, John. yeah My goodness. I found it. Keep talking. I found it. Let me
1: let's see. John Potter in twenty thirteen. I don't even. I don't remember him. Corey, I'm fairly certain sure he's made that name. Who the fuck is John Potter? I to you know. <laughs> oh, I'm sending a screenshot to y'all. I don't remember that one though. Oh, 20.
0: Here it goes. I found it. Y'all, you Wait till you hear the yardage. Oh, man. <laughs> All the time, man, I'm thinking it was like six, four, 50 yards. But after a third down completion, Braskin's coach, North Turner, decided to let Murray attempt the 44 yard kick instead of going for a 42. The kick was right on the outskirts of Murray's range, determined during pregame warm ups. It fell short and to the right, and Eagles ran out the remaining 121. Here's the quote Mind you, I just said a 44 yard kick, dog. 44 yards. (laughs) I (laughs) got tears of eyes over here, (laughs) niggas. This is Norm Turner speaking. I have Charles McDaniel, special teams coach, what the cutoff point was, Turner said. It was 26 yards. If you go for it, and don't make it in terms of throwing the ball, running the ball. You don't give yourself a chance to kick. Eddie told me he thought he missed the ball. He did not hit it well. Was a makeable kick. That is why we went for it. But it was out of his range, Coach. Forty-four yards. It wasn't. It was a forty. Hey, Paul was forty-four
1: yards, and he was forty-five years old. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what would you do if he was a coach? <laughs> hey, you, <laughs> hey, Norm's in a tough spot there, man. North, listen, I'm trying to win this game, Eddie. It's forty-four yards. Come on. He's like, I can't kick it, Coach. <laughs>
0: Can't, can't do it. <laughs> you a forty-three yard kick. They told me before the game you could hit forty-three. Oh my god, man! We got to the twenty-six yard line because they told me you could kick this. You know, Norm going it. through it. I got <laughs> tears in my eyes.
1: This is so dumb. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> Oh, has anybody in the history of coaches got oh. a shittier hand than Norb Turner? This man was about right. to turn around and then Danny blew into town and just oh my and God. just said, nah, nah. We need to have a pod like that one day where we go back in time. Like, other day, Sheehan did it with like Santana going through like 05. Santana <laughs> was talking about Al Saunders, and he was like, I don't know what the fuck we brought in Al Saunders for. Like, Son. a lot of shit, dog.
0: Like, and they used to tell us how smart Al Saunders was.
1: Yep, and, oh, but he was like no offense, he's like I was a great dude. But he was like, by the time we got into the 05 season, like they were just finally getting into the groove with Joe Gibbs and his system. Like, what the fuck are we bringing an outlet for that timing offense? Jason Campbell was a timing quarterback, right? Brunel. No, come on, man. And that, that was Snyder, right? Yep. Yeah, I think that if we had had this podcast like in like 2008, we would have spent the whole. Ninety minutes is cooking up uh, Jim Zorn. Bingo callers. Bingo callers. Uh, don't forget. Uh, what's my man's name with the thousand-page playbook? Al Saunders.
0: <laughs> Yo, but I, 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 give Zorn a pass. This wasn't his fault. <laughs> Do you remember what Zorn said? <laughs> he was
1: like he said he was hired to be the offensive of coordinator. Serato called him one day and said, you want to be the head coach? And it's like, nigga,
0: what?
1: Right. That's, that's like somebody hires you to, like, answer the phones at Nassau. And they're like, oh, yeah, we need somebody to build rockets. Go upstairs. What? Oh, my
0: God. Jim's- what, what was he supposed to do? Oh. I don't blame Zord at all for that. The fact that he was hired as the OC, mm-hmm. he didn't have a head coach. To begin with, it was they. Like, know,
1: but they, they uh, that podium was like I'm proud to put on the maroon and black. <laughs> you, know, you could tell that he had no idea what he was talking about. He had no clue what he was doing, Paul. In over his head. I forgot who it was. It was two of the B reporters. It had to been two of them who've been here since 2008. So I, I think it might. It might have been Kai and It might have been Phillips. But they said during the opener, the opening press conference, they like turn to each other like, as they're walking out and like, yeah, they're going to, he's going to be out of here like next year. This man has no idea what he's doing. He has no idea what he's in for. This is going to be a disaster. Hey, let's keep it a bug though. When the team was six and three on the Zord, after they went and got that big in Dallas, everybody was hyped. Oh, when they were six and two, I was, six I, and remember, two. I was, I had a horny for Zorny t-shirt wearing it proudly. <laughs> the next 18 months were a disaster it was it was hot
0: ass <laughs> oh and hey, we definitely got to do a pod like that going back in to time